10 minutes of Torah. We're discussing the Torah portion of Lech Lecha, which means to go. <laughs> go for yourself. Lech Lecha. Hashem says to Avraham, travel away from your home, away from your father's home, away from your birthplace to the land where I, which I will show you, which is interesting because I don't know if you could tell in the, dif- in the a difference in the uh, audio, the quality of the audio, but I'm actually recording this on the road. It's... <laughs> Divine Providence, Hashkacha Pratis, that um, this week's Torah portion is being recorded while I am out of my regular environment. But the portion of Lech Lecha is very important because Avraham, our, fir- our forefather, the first Jew, as it's referred to, is also the original promise of the land of Israel. The original promise to give us the land is included in this week's Torah portion. In fact, according to the sages, the transfer of ownership of the land actually took place in this week's Torah portion. So when the Jewish people entered the land a few hundred years later, they were just taking ownership, taking possession of property of the land that was already inherited, was already gifted to them by God. So the portion starts off with the instruction to Avraham, Lech Lecha to go away from your journey, travel from your land, but Abraham was not a young boy at this time. Abraham already had lived a significant chunk of his life. It's a, the, the lifespan, essentially the lifespan of a person today is what Abraham had already lived. Yet we don't have any information about Abraham, explicit information about Abraham in the Torah portion, in the Torah until this point. In the last week's Torah portion ends up in the discussion of the lineage of the generations, it mentions Avraham that he was born to Terach, his father, and that's about it. We don't get much information about his life. And this week's Torah portion tells us about Hashem revealing himself to him and journeying, telling him to journey, but he was already 75 years old at this point. And many of the famous stories of Avraham, the fact that he stood up to the pressure and the persecution of Nimrod, he was miraculously saved from the punishments that Nimrod had tried to meet meet out because he wasn't bowing to idols. All of these different stories about Avraham discovering monotheism and gathering other people to serve one God. So many stories we grow up on are not included in the Torah. They're not included in the biblical narrative of Avraham's life. We first are introduced to him when Hashem reveals himself and says, time for you to journey, time for you to travel. Which gives us some very interesting, very important insight. When a person is working on themselves in a very sincere way, in a very absolute, Avraham is a very is a righteous individual. Avraham is a tzaddik. Avraham is someone who is the, the the progenitor of the Jewish people. He wasn't a simple person, but all that he had accomplished until this point was limited to his own capacity. As great as his own capacity may have been, it was limited to his capacity. And it's only when Hashem says to him, and God says to him, Lech lecha you, I need you, Avram, to go from your land. I'm giving you an instruction. God is giving him an instruction of what to do. That's when he's given the ability to rise above his own limitations. So as much as we can accomplish on our own, it's only what we can accomplish on our own. 
and we don't really accomplish the full extent of our capacity until we are actually brought beyond ourselves by God. And that's what Hashem is communicating, that's what the Torah is communicating, by introducing us to Avraham, only including the biblical narrative, the elements of Avraham's life, from when God communicates to him. And the story of Avraham's life and the, the, the various events that took place that are included in this biblical narrative are also very relevant because <clears throat> what happens is he's instructed to journey, he's instructed to go to the land which I will show you. Now, what's interesting is that the word show you in the Torah, Areka, means, could also, I mean, the translation, not only the land that I will show you, but it means the land that I will reveal to you. Or, in, in a different way of putting it, Hashem is telling Avraham, I want you to journey beyond yourself. And, by the way, what Hashem is telling Avraham is not only about Abraham, it's included in the biblical narrative for us to learn as well, because the Torah is a book of instruction, and all the stories there are instructional. So the story of Abraham is relevant to us, and it's a story of our lives, and the story of our soul, and God is telling each one of us, in our own life, in our own place in life, that we have to journey beyond ourselves. How do we do that? By tuning into the Torah, by tuning into God, by tuning into our neshama, our soul. Going, allowing us to be taken beyond our own capacity. We only can do that by tuning into what God wants from us. And that's communicated in the Torah. But the Torah tells us that I will reveal to you when you go and journey and follow what God says, what God instructs. And you journey beyond your own capacity. Allow yourself to be taken to the place that God will reveal to you. What happens is we're shown that our capacity is much, much more than we ever imagined. And God grants us the ability to accomplish much, much more than we ever ever were able to accomplish previously. Now, part of the process, though, is challenge. It's not smooth sailing. When Avraham journeyed, Hashem says to him, I'm going to send you to take you to the land, I'm, the land that I'm going to show you. That was the land of, at that time, Canaan. Eventually, would be known as the land of Israel, Eretz Israel. He gets there, and there's a famine in the land. It's not smooth sailing. Now, this is actually a test to Avram to see, determine his level of faithfulness in God. But the point is that when we journey, when we travel, when we grow, when we do what God wants from us, we will encounter setbacks. We will encounter difficulty. And just like Avraham, he goes to the land and this challenge is not smooth sailing. And he, then he has to, he's forced to go somewhere else. He goes to Mitzrayim. The land of constriction, the word Mitzrayim literally means, I mean, the, the place, the location is Egypt. But Mitzrayim, the Hebrew word for Egypt, means limitation, constrictions, confinement, things that hold us back. And the point is that those limitations could sometimes per cause a person to feel a little bit, a little bit disillusioned, a little bit like... I'm doing what I can. I'm I'm making the best effort that I can. I'm 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 actually growing beyond my own limited capacity by following the ways of God, the Torah, the mitzvahs. And now I'm feeling myself stuck. I'm in a rut. I'm I can't go further. The Torah is communicating to us that that's not a bug. It's actually a feature. 
part of the process of growth is the setback. And the setback does a number of things. First of all, the difficulty causes us to dig deeper within ourselves and to find those resources within ourselves that we didn't know existed until this point. And it also helps us refine aspects of our character and aspects of our surroundings, aspects of our life that wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been in touch with previously. When Avram goes back, goes down to Egypt, and he has the whole challenge over there with his wife is is kidnapped, is taken captive. But then when he leaves, he's, he's, he leaves with great wealth, despite the difficulties, or maybe in. Because of the difficulties, he's able to actually accomplish a lot more. And he's able to refine and elevate and achieve more than he would have been able to had he not experienced that setback. And that's the same thing in our life as well. And it's not that we won't experience setback and difficulty. That's a given. That's part of the way that the world is right now until Mashiach comes. The point is that when we do, we have to maintain that perspective. We have to recognize this is going to make us stronger. It's going to make us better. It's going to make us accomplish more. And it's going to bring us, ultimately bring us and the world closer to our goal. Avraham doesn't just operate in a vacuum. Avraham doesn't lead his life and mind his own business. He goes and reaches out to others as well. And he tries to bring them along as well. And in fact, he accomplishes this. In a, in a significant way and he brings many many people to recognize the oneness of God this is also part of our role this is also an instruction for ourselves in our own life when it comes to our journey we can't just expect that we'll worry about ourselves and we'll refine ourselves and we'll work on ourselves and we'll accomplish in our own life the only way to really achieve and to accomplish in this physical world is actually when we take others along with us and we reach out to others along the way and ensure that others are being taken care of and others are coming to recognize their depths of their soul and their capacity and their relationship with God. And Avram doesn't stop just at himself and others. It also affects his physical self as well. At one point, when he's 99 years old, Hashem instructs him, to circumcise himself. What's a circumcision? It's a physical representation of the instruction, physical refinement of the instruction from God. It's a transformation of the physical reality of the person's body. Avram's life didn't just affect him on a spiritual soul level, it affected him and transformed his physical body. And furthermore, as we see through his life and his promised the land of Israel and he's given the in, he, the gift of the land of Israel it transforms the land from the land of Canaan or the land of the nations to the land of Israel the holy land our divine service our soul work that we engage in it's not just about our soul it's not just about our spiritual selves it's about our physical selves as well not just about our physical selves, it's about our surroundings. Not just about our surroundings, it's about our environment in the physical world as well. The transformation that we can accomplish around us is not just limited to our own selves, but it affects the people and the physical world in our, in our, in our surrounding. There's a famous anecdote of one of the sages of a previous generation. He used to say that growing up, he was imagining that he's going to have the ability to change the world. 
is going to change the world. As he got older, he recognized that to change the world is a tall order. Not, not so easily accomplished. He figured, you know what, he's going to work on changing his own country. As he got older, he realized to change his own country is difficult. It's going to change his province. As he realized that's not possible, he'll change his city. Then, you know, change his neighborhood, change his family. Eventually, he came to realize that the only thing he could really hope to accomplish and is going to take much effort to achieve is to change himself. And that's his life goal, to work on refining himself. That's what they say about this sage. But the follow-up of the story is that he worked on refining himself and changing himself and elevating himself and transforming himself. And that had an influence on his family, which had an influence on his community, which had an influence on his city, which had an influence on his province, which had an influence on his country, which had an influence on the entire world. The point is that when we, like Avraham, lech lecha, go from our preconceived limited state of, of, of being and allow ourselves to follow what God wants from us, follow what the Torah tells us, allow ourselves to be taken beyond our own, our own capacity, we can accomplish so much more than we ever thought was possible to accomplish, not only within ourselves, not only within ourselves spiritually, our soul, but also physically in our environment, in the physical world, and it, it, we're able to have an, an ability to transform the entire world. It's an amazingly powerful message embedded in this week's Torah portion and so relevant now. We look at events around the world and we say, you know what, this is terrible, there's things happening. Terrible, painful, horrible things happening in various parts of the world. Especially what we recently experienced in, in Israel. It's terrible. There's no doubt about it. But we have to remember that it's not just a physical story that's taking place not just about the physical reality it's about the spiritual and our role on the front lines of the spiritual battle we have a responsibility and obligation to sign up for this to to sign up for the battle to enlist in god's army to ensure that the physical reality around us is elevated the way that physical environment is elevated is by working on ourselves spiritually, strengthening our own divine connection, our own soul connection, thereby having influence and transformation of the entire world around us. Thank you so much. I hope you found this interesting, enlightening. I'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback, comments, suggestions, what have you. The main thing is that you should have a great rest of your week. Love to hear you next week. Join us again for next week's 10 minutes of Torah.